Hi and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jodie, the founder of Solstice, and today I am joined by B and Audrey, and we are continuing our Arcana series. Our Arcana series is where we use the 22 major Arcana tarot cards to facilitate conversations about life, growth and transformations. Today we are looking at the 11th card in the deck, which has a number 10 on it, and it is the Wheel of Fortune. Whoa. Hi everyone. Hello. Wow. We're here. We're already at number 10. The Wheel. We've journeyed all the way from the Fool to the Wheel of Fortune. And we have 12 more after this. 11. 11 more after this. Exciting times. We're almost halfway through. We're about halfway through. That's cool. This is the halfway point, I think. Wow. Yeah. This is very exciting. I don't know much at all about this card. Jody usually comes in blind. Totally blind. And totally blind. And B is our in-house tarot specialist. I know everything. She knows absolutely everything. You can ask her anything, any question in this world, and she will give you an answer that is correct, completely correct. Exactly. And so before we let our in-house tarot specialist expert... Connoisseur. Ex- connoisseur extraordinaire. Sommelier. Sommelier. <laughs> uh, we... Sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see where this card takes us. I'm interested, because I don't know much, I'm interested to see what conversations this card triggers. Um, I'm interested in how we can embody the energies of this card. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's full of surprises and I can already feel it's full of energy. And there's so much going on in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like everything. Oh, yeah. So without further ado, would be like to take it away and let us know what what is the Wheel of Fortune? What, what is it all about? Go on then. So, oh, I'm bored. if you were to sort of look at this card... I mean, it, it's a bit of a like, wah, blah, 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 blah. It's sort of the energy of this card. Mm. It's like um, a lot of heavenly imagery, uh, but a lot of kind of curious, like what, what, what's going on imagery as well. Um, there's so much symbolism in this card. So um, it's quite a nice like halfway point. Um, you know, poor, poor fool who has... You know, he's just, he's only just gone and done the deep, deep processing, <laughs> touched these deep, deep parts of himself, and now he's faced with, with this, mm. um, which is kind of the energy of this card. It's like, um, this is the wheel of karma, <clears throat> and the wheel of cycles, and um, the wheel that stops for nobody, um, and we can sort of go through this, but there's a, there's a huge um, divine element to this card. And so a lot of this is basically that, um, you know, yeah, we can go in deep and we can touch our thoughts and we can process, um, but so much is out of our control. And, um, you know, the fool kind of, he might resist this, you know, the divine timing to this, but he's just got to, be a bit like Vitruvian man and put himself in the center of the wheel and just let it turn with him and you know keep doing the processing because you 
<clears throat> you can't resist this wheel. Nobody can. So it's this is a mysterious. It's quite an unforgiving card, but it's um kind of harsh. But this is it. It normally signifies a good omen. So we'll talk through it. So this is number ten. So first things first, from the top down. Number ten is the higher level of number one. So you know. One and zero, it's the first double uh, digited number. So we've kind of got divine potential and the self mm. sort of playing playing itself out through this. Blue background, nice, heavenly, a lot of clouds. So there's clouds on all, all four corners of the card. And in all four corners, you've got, we've got four figures which represent the fixed signs of the Aquarius, so top left is Aquarius, the little angel. Um, we've got some swan griffin on top right hand side which represents Scorpio. Uh, bottom right we have uh, Leo and um, bottom left we have Taurus and all of the signs are reading a Torah. Um, which is the the manuscript of instruction in a Jewish law. In the middle, we have a um, big orange wheel with lots of inscriptions on it. So we can talk through the inscriptions a little bit. But first things first, I will speak of the figures who are surrounding the wheel. Mm-hmm. On top of the wheel... We have a sphinx holding a sword. This is not the first time we've seen a sphinx. Mm-mm. As we know, we hark back, hark back to the chariot. <laughs> uh, this time we have one. Um, okay. <laughs> and then we have this nice movement uh, going on in the circle. So we have to the left of the wheel. So we can assume that this wheel is turning from left to right counterclockwise um we have a snake who seems to be kind of dropping off of the wheel falling down the edge and this represents typhon who is the egyptian god of negativity oh so we've got this negativity kind of falling off the wheel and then on the sort of underside to the right we have this kind of you know this juicy <laughs> yeah, it's a red really... figure of Anubis. Can the... I just say it looks like its ass cheeks are holding the wheel? Yeah, literally, okay. cool. literally double cheeked cool. on a Wednesday, mm. holding onto that wheel. Mm. Coming up, and this is yeah Anubis. It's knee out a little bit of sass. Yeah, yeah, it has a little sass. Yeah, little double, little yeah. God of the underworld. Um, who's Hell yeah. about all things positive. Okay. I was going to um, say, it, it looks like a devil kind of thing. Is mm-hmm. that God of the Underworld? Like, yeah. Like, the same kind of concept. Interesting. God of the Underworld coming up. So, it's kind of like, good things are on the up. And then the Sphinx, which is all about good luck, is sitting, balanced, mm-hmm. in the middle of them, unmoving. Is God of the Underworld seen as a, a not a nice thing? It's a, it, it, it... it's a good thing. It's, um... He's a welcoming presence. Uh-huh. So 
like um it's not like a devil that everyone that no it's like um if you were to kind of i suppose see all your deceased loved ones again it's like oh that's nice i guess the underworld in like different mythologies is not the is not like hell Uh the underworld is like where everyone goes when they die right yeah yeah the underworld is like the Uh, under the ground world i guess yeah Um, because i think about like i remember learning about like egyptian mythology and stuff and that you know it's the underworld yeah have a lot of it's like so it's the guard of the underworld it's like yeah welcoming Um, into the afterlife it's welcoming there is no good and bad in um the universe is only severe and merciful so something is severe or it's merciful basically (laughs) not good or bad i hope that makes sense so yeah cool anubis is coming up in the middle uh some more imagery we have uh a mix of um classic alphabet letters so we have t-o-r-a in the middle of the wheel sort of uh at 12 o'clock nine o'clock six o'clock and three o'clock so t at 12 o-r-a which spells torah which is obviously the jewish manuscript if you read it the other way it says tarot which is obviously these cards my mind just i just saw the you know the mind blown emoji yeah that was my face (laughs) and then if you read it from the bottom so from i remember the first time i was like oh that's wild and Mm -hmm. then i had so many questions after i was like was the tarot written Mm. to counter the torah or go alongside it Mm. or is it not like what you do with it like and the torah is like the first testament of the bible no I think that yeah, the Torah comes after the, um, the Kabbalah, the Talmud, yeah, all these big Jewish manuscripts. The Torah, yeah, um, has come from that. So, yeah, I mean, it's like the Old Testament. We need to get a Jewish vibes. expert in here, stat, to mm. talk about this because mm. I'm merely scratching the surface. Mm. What came first, the Torah, the Torah, or the Torah? Torah, Torah, yeah, Torah, Torah. Um, but the thing is, is they're both on the same wheel, mm. and if you read it from six o'clock clockwise you get r-o-t-a rota which is the latin word for wheel and also a schedule yes Uh which does yeah so there's a whole thing of this card is about uh divine timing Mm. the um whole thing about the divine is symbolized by the hebrew letters which are also on the wheel which go in between all the out normal you know english alphabet letters Mm. So you have um, uh, the Hebrew letters for Yod, He, Vav, He, which depict the unpronounceable name of, of God in the the Jewish realm. So, yeah, according to uh, the Torah, this that, that 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 that's the original name of God. And if you know, sort of like said that you know only the messiah is going to be the, the the only person who can pronounce that word correctly uh-huh. okay okay so yeah there's a very high level to this card and then in the middle of that you have the alchemical symbols for mercury water salt and sulfur 
Where so all those arrows in, That's in the so middle. That's so interesting. Mm. Um, and Why sulfur? So they are mercury... Salt? Salt. Salt. Uh, sulfur and water. And these are the... These are the, the, the four basic elements in alchemy. So these are basically the building blocks to all kind of like physical life. And in alchemy, these all have their own like special representation. So mercury is supposed to represent the spirit. Salt is the body. Sulfur is the soul. And then water is like the love that kind of binds it all Dude, together. sulfur is stinky. In it. I, I mean, I had a rock collection mm-hmm. when I was little and I had... A little sulfur cube and you're supposed to like keep it in its thing because it's like toxic but that, that <laughs> is stinky well, the actual rock yeah just yeah, sulfur as a rock so it smells stinky yeah like it's like yellow it's like a yellow stone but it's also it uh it's disintegrates really, really eggy yeah it's really eggy and it disintegrates really easily so mm. you want to have it in a container yeah so I, I always thought of it as like a gas yeah it, but that's what i guess the smell is yeah it's the gas that it, it releases i guess but uh, nice. yeah, sulfur stinky. So I guess our souls are stinky. Why did That's you have sulfur? Hmm? Just to have. I just like. In the ro- why did I have it? Yeah, yeah if it was stinky. No, I just I genuinely less spiritual, more just geological child. Mm. Yeah. I lived in Montana at that point, and we were around a lot of mountains, and there was lots of like geological sites and stuff. And I just really like I always loved rocks. Um, and they they were like crystal shops and stuff. That's why I like fell in love um and yeah I just I had a whole like box of just rocks that I collected where I would buy them but I would also go and find them so cool yeah so that's why sulfur anyways what I Mm -hmm. took from that is that souls are stinky yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah if the if sulfur represents the soul souls are stinky yeah cool (laughs) that's what I got Stinky souls have to be taught karmic lessons, Mm -hmm. which is what this card is all about. So, yeah, you know, you have um, the negative force falling off, the positive force rising up. So, you know, the wheel of fortune, you know, fortune can be both good and bad and the wheel keeps turning. So good and bad will you know, or positive, negative, severe and merciful will continue to come into your life um, at all points. So, you know, whilst the good is rising up, the negative's falling off, it will come round again. It'll and, circle back. Yeah, the negative will rise up and the positive will fall off. Wow. And this is kind of where we're at. And so even after all that deep processing of the hermit, it's a pretty big life lesson to kind of realise. It's like, oh... Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're never done. What goes around comes back around. Yay, my baby. That's yeah. um, what goes around, Beyonce. goes around, goes around. That too. Comes, comes all the way, all the way back, back around. around. Yeah. yeah. And that's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is poetry recitation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is all about divine timing. This is about... Um, the repetition of cycles in your life so it's um a slight element of kind of like relinquishing control because um there's a lot of things that you just will not be able to help and you can use all the lessons that we've you know encountered up until this point to to deal with this card um 
it's also about yeah what goes around comes around so this is all about what what kind of energy are you putting out into the universe because you're going to get that right back Mm -hmm. um if you are thinking negatively or wishing ill upon somebody else that's for you i can't remember who said it but they said you know if you are plotting revenge prepare to dig two graves (laughs) yeah yeah dude yeah karma Um, so it's you know in as much as you can put out put out good vibes to the universe or positive vibes because that is what you'll get back Mm. um and i i just got like a really strong sense of we journeyed through so many people so many mm. cards and there was so much about like stepping into power agency manifestation inner wisdom outer wisdom collective wisdom personal wisdom all of these things and then this card slaps you in the face and goes yeah but it also might not yeah Yeah, but there's chance it's risky some another outcome might happen life's messy yeah life's messy deal with it i'm gonna keep turning but yeah keep keep manifesting yeah but also it might be a little bit something might you know yeah oh surprise surprise yeah yeah um deal with this one now yeah have fun yeah Ooh. oop um <laughs> oop. oop but so, yeah the the i like the astrological symbolism i like how it's the fixed signs i don't know what fixed signs represent okay it's fixed so you said the fixed signs which is yeah. taurus aquarius scorpio and leo leo there we go so the fixed signs are so it's like I, we talked about in our aries episode it is the modality of the signs. So fixed means it literally is fixed. Think about something fixed in place. Fixed in place, it has its positioning, it's stable, it's consistent. Whereas other signs like cardinal signs have a direction uh, and, and a direction, specific direction, and mutable signs are omnidirectional. Mm. They're multidirectional. They go off into all different, they have, they're fluid. But fixed is fixed. Taurus is fixed, right? So Taurus is easy to think of fixed because it's also an earth sign. It's like a rock. Mm. It's a rock. It stays there. So I, when I'm looking at the card and I'm seeing the fixed signs all around, you're seeing the connection of elements. So you're seeing earth, fire, water, air, mm-hmm. all grounding and like creating a streamline around the wheel. But these fixed positions are almost like the points of control. Here, It's the frame. I can control the frame in which this is holding this thing but the thing inside the frame the wheel inside is out of my control yeah but at least i can control the frame yeah that's what i'm getting from it at least it's quite yeah it's quite funny that the the fix you have all the fixed signs Mm -hmm. with a a car that's so Mm -hmm. in motion but also that the fact that the wheel keeps turning is in itself fixed like you can't stop the wheel like the fact that the wheel is turning Mm-hmm. over and over is kind of like a fixed it's thing consistent, in yeah. itself it can only turn if it has the fixed axes in the middle yeah mm-hmm. that's so true so that's really interesting and it made me think about obviously the game show wheel of fortune mm-hmm. i never really watched i think i've seen old clips of it on youtube i think it's still going yeah it's like one of the longest running like <laughs> game shows reality mm. game shows but I think in one form or another throughout our lives, we've all been like part of a wheel game. You know, there's always like wheel games, you know, in casinos, there's wheel games and um, like little prizes for little kids. You know, you spin the wheel, see what you get, spin the wheel. Those weird like online computer games 
or video games that like you go up to this like merchant in this medieval village and they're like spin the wheel and see if you're gonna get a potion or a an orb or you get a, a wand you know it's yeah. like something quite a few board something. games it's instead of a dice it's like a wheel yeah so it's a wheel on a... so i feel like there's something that we engage with in that which is a a feeling of risk of chance are you gonna win are you gonna lose are you gonna come out neutral are you gonna leave with what you already had are you gonna leave with something more are you gonna leave having lost something the unknown and it makes me think there's a wheel but is it spinning do you spin it yourself can you could you have a wheel and it just be still like obviously a wheel goes round, but do we know that this is spinning is it spinning does it ever just stop for a minute i'm seeing it as spinning since it's suspended in the air mm. personally mm. and you have the movement around but also yeah maybe not maybe maybe there's moments of where it goes boop what would happen if the, what would happen if the wheel stopped spinning? Yeah, what would happen? It would fall, no? Yeah. Or all the things around it would fall. Like the mm. the earth mm-hmm. and the gravitational pull in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like it's always moving we're all, if the earth stopped spinning. We'd all float the, away. We'd all float away. We half of it would be in darkness, half of it would be too hot. Do we need yeah. we need that change? We need that consist constant movement. That mm-hmm. the seasons, the different times, the cycles. The the cycles. Like if we're just in one place all the time. Mm-hmm. And cycles is a big part of this card, and repetition of cycles. And you know, are there cycles in our life? You know, patterns of behavior that we are kind of either consciously or unconsciously repeating. Mm-hmm. Um, what would it take for us to break out of a cycle are we resisting uh, breaking out of cycles are we using using you know excuses to stop ourselves from you know being receptive to something new dropping into our lives or are we you know, are we happy spinning at the pace we're at? Are we open to lessons that the universe is dropping in? Because, you know, whilst we are, you know, we're kind of at the mercy of fate and, you know, where the wheel's going to put us, but we also have some element of control, mm. which is our thoughts and our our attitudes and our awareness of where we where we're at on this cycle and how receptive we are to it yeah that's i think it's a really interesting way to view it because i'm thinking about like trauma patterns i'm Mm -hmm. thinking about trauma imprints ways that we keep on moving basically i'm thinking about how growth and change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Life moving. Mo- I was going to say moving on, but I just think moving. Life moving is inevitable. And then we can get stuck in cycles that repeat, repeat, repeat. And I think I almost just got an image of like all of us were made up of like lots of different cycles. 
both bodily cycles, um, daily cycles, sleep cycles, menstrual cycles, um, but also our own psychological cycles that just keep going. Vroom, vroom, vroom. They just continuously pattern until, like B said, there's moments. What, where are the moments of change where you break the cycle? Where a cycle might not be healthy anymore? Some cycles are life-sustaining and some cycles are now just that at once they were for survival and now now what do they do in your life they actually could cause more chaos can cause problems trouble and i'm seeing this wheel as like really representing like really representing the those kinds of cycles all the good and the bad and the neutral and the da, 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 like all the cycles that we have and we feel repeating I think we even talked about it in um, the lovers episode. We were talking about like if we find a relationship or find a person that we gravitate towards, why do we gravitate towards them? Is it because it's familiar? Is it because it's reaffirming something that's familiar and is this a cycle carrying out with someone? And like you said, how do you find moments of new? And then there's that other divine timing aspect, which is like, okay will the universe just put something in place where I am literally forced out of this cycle? Mm-hmm. At one point, if this cycle is not in my highest good, something, you know, is just going to come and just crack this whole thing open. Yep. Um, and, you know, then it's really not in my control. You know, if you... The more, I guess, in flow with the universe and with yourself you are, the more able you are to recognize the patterns within yourself and do something about it before the universe comes and makes like a drastic so true a drastic intervention is like okay i tried bang you yeah. know your house was burnt down yeah and the universe will do that yeah it'll plop in things into your life that break you out of a cycle that can be really painful yeah but then you can that's where a lot of like healing and growth comes from like quite intense events is because it stopped it it obstructs a cycle from happening it's like throwing a rock in the wheel Mm -hmm. (laughs) stop yeah you know stop so you can start again Mm -hmm. stop start again start new this is a very interesting card i i um wasn't prepared yeah it is it's um for how like thought-provoking it is yeah because yeah again nothing in the universe is good or bad it's all just a lesson um and you know big you know big severe truths just come in the forms of you know much needed lessons Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're not yeah you're not growing you're just getting dizzy true just stuck on the same wheel getting nauseous (laughs) And if the wheel's not moving, you're not going anywhere. True. You gotta think of it in all the mm. all the ways, all the motions and unmotions. Because it and the way I feel like the way there's a reason why it reads backwards and forwards, clockwise, mm-hmm. clockwise and end clockwise. Like can the wheel in your life go backwards and forwards? Mm-hmm. So when you maybe looking at repeating patterns, your wheel is still spinning but you're almost going backwards because you're repeating something that Mm. you know doesn't serve you but you don't quite know how to turn the wheel back going forwards again 
I just got an image. I was with my friend yesterday, my lovely friend Adam. Hi, Adam. And he is a circus performer, specializes in seer wheel. So it's a giant, giant wheel. That I don't know if you guys have seen it, but people stand in them and then spin. So And it, it brings us uh, beyond the 2D dimension of what we view a wheel as, is going forward and backward. And it can go forward, backward, but all along and around in the side and it becomes like a sphere because of how it's bouncing and you're, and you're within it and you're spinning and you're... It's just wild. I've seen motorbikes. Too. I went to the circus and like three bikes mm-hmm. go oh, in a wow. sphere like that. Wow. And you suddenly see that it's there's so much more going on inside. So much more within a sphere. Mm. And I think that's, I guess we're heading towards the end of the episode, but that's where I'm landing is going, oh, wow, okay. It can go forward and it can go backward and it can go through and it can go around and it can go mm-hmm. under and over and, da, 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 and all of a sudden it creates. And now my eyes are drawn to this selenite sphere we have next to yeah. us. That's giant. We have a whole <laughs> load of spheres over here because uh, we're, we're in a crystal shop if, if no one knew. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about how much an image will capture the 2D and how much we mm. and cycles are actually beyond the 2D. Like yeah. cycles within us are beyond the 2D. Yeah. And yeah. Well, if we moved, instead of thinking of it as a wheel, what if we're moving as a sphere and it's like there's so many different, different ways that, can, that you like, can touch surfaces and... yeah. I would yeah. Google seer wheel like performers. It's very interesting to look Ooh. at. Yeah. Yeah. There's this funny like aspect about like dimensionality now. It's getting quite cosmic and mm. it's like theme yeah. like time like you know, time is the fourth dimension. You know, mm. like what is it that makes the spheres turn in all these like different ways? Mm. What is binding the turning of this wheel? Wow. And there's so much more that you kind of experience if you're going round and round in like yep. in a sphere rather than just and there's so a many wheel. more different ways it can go and mm. maneuver and navigate mm. wow yeah and fact, i think yeah. a wheel of fortune like you think of fortune telling seeing your future that kind of thing and that the crystal ball people have a crystal ball because mm-hmm. like it's, it's all about the sphere the round the what's within mm there's no end there's it's continual there's no sharp corners yeah but there's that funny aspect of it being in a way fixed and kind of written Mm. like you know everything that is meant to happen for you will happen for you in exactly the right time so it's like you know you're always on the right path even if you are kind of stuck in these cycles, you kind of need to be mm-hmm. in order to kind of realize the bigger the bigger truth of it. And mm-hmm. how can you do that unless, you know, you learn the lesson? Because mm. mm. there's other people's spheres bumping into you. <laughs> so it's yep. not just you and they affect you. And, and then collective how... spheres. Yeah. Collective wheels personal wheels interpersonal wheels yeah we are in one big earth we're on one big planet that is spinning doing its thing and its cycles i mean it's just like every single layer of dimension it hits yeah there's something quite like mathematical yeah about this card very meta very meta very you know look out for coincidences look out for synchronicities, synchronicities it's yes. how the universe talks to you 
I love synchronicities. I love synchronicities. <gasps> it's just reminders. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Life's going. It's spinning. It's mm-hmm. doing its thing. Wow. That there isn't a... Made me think of... There isn't really an end or a beginning to anything. Everything, like even say, I just pictured a star or something or the explosion. Mm. It's not the end of that star. It's the beginning of all so many things. It's like it's intertwined. Like and. It's mm. end and beginning and yeah. end and beginning and go and it's it like always this... folds into itself. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've, we've ended up at a very... Um, interesting space <laughs> i don't know really what i feel what i think or where i am yeah <laughs> i feel the same, like, having that as well almost like i'm in a sphere at the moment yeah. like going around yeah. like an orb me too like, like, you know those mind, things like, that whoa. yeah like they, you see that those blow up things that people go in mm-hmm. and they spin yeah. around <laughs> like in a field wheels too a little mm. bit like that yeah, I, mean, I feel a bit disorientated and it. it's reminding me to remember the fixed signs around the corners of the card mm. and finding anchors to ground yourself in these exactly. moments. Yeah. And I think that's where we probably should end because the wheel keeps on going. This podcast episode could keep on going. Yeah. <laughs> but the fixed signs, the elements, the fixed elements around will help us find f- finality, find an ending, yes. find a closure. Find a wow. grounding. Yeah, find the mm. grounding. I now I need to find the grounding. I'm gonna put my feet on the ground. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. I'm excited for the what's the next episode? What's the next one? We're living. Oh my god, we're so bamboozled right Spinning? now. Spinning? <laughs> what is it? What is pause and then act like we know. Oh yeah. yeah. B. It's not death, is it? Specialist. Oh, is it? No, is it? Justice. Justice. So the next episode is Justice. Excited to serve some justice. A little Judge Judy vibes. Divine justice. Divine justice. Very excited for that. And if you liked us, you can leave us a review, leave us a like. You can DM us on Instagram, comment, and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to share with your friends, share this mystical, chaotic Wheel of Fortune episode with them, you're welcome to, or listen to any of our other episodes. And we look forward to speaking to you just thought actually what had a little thought before we go if the wheel causes you dizziness Mm. try to find the things that could ground you Mm -hmm. so in life if you're feeling like overwhelmed and dizzy Mm -hmm. what are those things those situations those people that can help ground you you know because the wheel will carry on but yeah stop you feeling dizzy small way to do that hold a rock (laughs) Mm. Mm. very small way to do that Mm connect to something solid yeah and still fluoride's a good one brings order amongst chaos mm. i love that okay that well right sphere i see over there <laughs> we will leave you with that go find a rock go hold a rock hopefully hold a sphere too yeah mm. a spherical rock spherical rock <laughs> well with that bid you adieu thanks exactly. guys Bye. Bye. Bye.